this training period also will serve as my map because <laughs> without my map, uh, I wouldn't be able to know where my destination will be. Hey entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. We've got something really special coming up. It's called the Working Hard Sucks and it's costing you money masterclass. You don't want to miss out on this. I'm telling you, it's stuff you've never seen before. Check out the show notes. You really don't want to miss out. Hey everyone, welcome to a super special episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day podcast. I am your host, Chris Ward, and boy, oh boy, am I excited today. All right, for those of you that are not as familiar with me as I'd like you to be, uh, what we primarily do is we help entrepreneurs stop working so hard. That's, that is my passion. Your business should support your life, not consume it. And we do that in a number of ways with creating what we call your win team. So you can get to what is next, your what is next team. And we really lean into what we also call our super toolkits. We can talk about that more later. And our whole premise is that most entrepreneurs are crawling out of the web of admin about 80, you know, 80, 90% of the time they're in the web of admin where we believe in the creation win formula that you should be in creation mode, creating and, you know, building the stuff that's going to bring in more money 60% of the time and only in admin 40% of the time. So we talk about all that. I'm throwing a lot at you, but when we have, you know, in our coaching you know, our coaching, private coaching clients or in our masterclass, all kinds of amazing things we have. We always help hire, train and onboard outsourcers, you know, for our clients. So today we have someone that we have just hired for another one of our clients, Teresa Bacos, and she's going to give us the behind the scenes and tell us the biggest mistakes that most outsourcers make, which I know them, but I want you to hear them from her. And the reason I know them is because I talk to people all the time. I'm like, oh, Chris, I tried that. It didn't work. And this didn't work. And it's like, okay, but you know what? It's really about the hiring, training, and onboarding. So let's just dive in. Krista, welcome to the show. Yes. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Chris. And hello to all the listeners out there. And yeah, this is actually a great topic to talk about right now, Chris, since a lot of companies are hiring VAs. Mm, so companies yeah. have different ways of hiring new employees, right? And I know that the hiring process is not easy on both sides. So okay, hold on. I'm going to pick on you and jump in. I think it is easy. It's easy for us. Now, what I would say, though, is you did notice we put you, we actually, you, maybe you didn't notice, we put you through 12 different steps. Did you notice some of them? Yes, some of them yes. are sneaky. Some of them are sneaky. <laughs> so give me what, what, before I dive in, I'm just going to tell you even one little thing that maybe you didn't notice. And when we posted and we narrowed it down and we interviewed you and you did well, and there was a whole bunch of steps you went through. And when I was looking initially at your uh, application, and then I tell you, here's just a silly little thing I do, but it's really important. 
I say, okay, if you're going to be attending the interview, please respond to me at this email. And what I'm doing is I'm seeing you follow instructions. And I'm also seeing how you respond, when you respond, what you say. So there's all these little things I do that sort of weed it out before the interview. And they're all part of our steps and, and really just help us clarify who we're getting. So, so I do, and I do relate to what you're saying for most people, it is really hard for us. I love it. And I find it really easy. So I, I digress. I, sorry, I jumped in there. I wanted just to make that note. So yes, it can be a, a, a taxing process for most, but tell me what your experience has been. Yeah, the hiring process was very seamless. I, I truly appreciate it. Um, the easiest application I've ever made so far. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah to, to be honest with you, it, it was very seamless. And you answered um, all my questions right away. And yeah, it starts with the application. And right yeah. after that, we had our Zoom interview. Yeah. Um, just in, to, to get to know each other and if you if I have the skill set that you're looking for and yeah. um, after that is testing so uh, you provided me um, you asked me questions yes mini testament yes yes <laughs> okay so so ours is very different so now what let's dive into what would be let's say a number of the mistakes that people make when you the onboarding process when you start working with them what some of the experiences you had that certainly made your job more challenging because oh, you're in a bad spot. You Somebody's hired you and if they're not set up or onboarding you correctly, it puts a lot of stress and, and burden on you because you can't tell them that. They're your new employer. You can't point out all their flaws. So give us some of the most common mistakes people make and what it's like for you when you're having to deal with that. Yeah, very well said, Chris. Um, number one for me is providing incomplete instructions. So um, mm. providing a clear and detailed instruction or a job description would really help us VAs understand what your expectations on the task are. And it would also give us um, a chance to clarify the instructions and also ask questions before we begin working. Hmm. So uh, Filipinos um, are not so outspoken as what clients would probably expect. And this becomes an issue where sometimes uh, the VA would be afraid to ask questions. So as an online worker, as myself, um, we're, we don't physically um, see you and English is not our native language. So okay, only hold on. Hold on. I'm going to pick on you a little bit because I think people listening to this show, I don't know like uh, your English might be better than mine. So that is also <laughs> mis that misnomer. People always think that, oh, but English is their second language. I'm like, well, if it is, I don't know what their first language is like because a, a lot of people overseas have spectacular, you know, English because ours gets sloppy from slangs and stuff. So here's the thing. I think there is that. And then I know that, I mean, I'm from Canada, so they joke all the time. Canadians are very polite, but we've got nothing on the Filipinos, but taking that aside, to be fair, anyone, because I, I want to remove these myths. So it's not just about dealing with a different culture. There are, there are nuances in different cultures, but there's also different cultures. When I work in an office and the person beside me is from a different culture, they're first generation Italian or whatever. Right. But not only that, it doesn't matter where you are when you're new to a job and somebody gives you incomplete instructions. I, 
I, English is really my only language. And I've had jobs where I was really uncomfortable going, oh my gosh, this is like, they're not, I'm not clear what they want me to do. And you can't point that out to your new employer because you look like you're a problem or you're a pain, or then they get annoyed that you point that out to them. Like, it's really like a child pointing out to an adult that you're doing some bad parenting, right? So, so I think the points you made are valid. But also, I think it's bigger than just outsourcing in the Philippines. I think it's just a bad setup when somebody hires someone and then you're supposed to, like, how are you supposed to be steering the ship when you're the new, you're their employee and you're new, right? That's a problem. That's a bad setup from the get-go. All right. So, right. So lack of communication, continue. Right. Uh, Providing incomplete instructions. So uh, the next, yep. So the next one for me is lack of communication. So, as always, communication is the key to develop a great working relationship with your VA. So, if our client um, does not communicate well enough to us, it will leave us feeling confused and lost, right? Right. So, since we can't... Ah, yes? No, go ahead. Okay. Since we can't um, predict your thought process... Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That was very gently said. Oh, you made that sound so articulate. Well, we can't predict your thought process. You know what? Everybody else will say, since I can't freaking read your mind, I don't know. But you're saying, oh, excuse me, since we can't predict your thought process, we don't know what you want. Okay. All right. That is super important. And so gently said, oh my heavens, Chris, you're so funny. (laughs) Yeah, you're so funny. I think one of the things we talked about you and I too, is one of my pet peeves. And I think it's so unfair is one of the big deals too, is sometimes people are not clear what your working hours are when you sign in, sign out. And I know that when, when we're working with anyone on our team, or when I'm coaching any of my clients in my private or semi-private or masterclass, we always tell them like, look, not only do you need to set the hours, okay, everyone thinks they know that, but something we say when, when you're done, you log out and say, here, send an email, I've logged out, right? Now, why we do that is we actually have to train enthusiastic people like you, because what will happen is you go off, you're done, and then I'm working, I'm sending you emails just because I'm still working, you've gone off to bed, I'm still working, and I'm just getting stuff off my desk. But then you're new. So I've gotten emails back from people that, oh, I saw this is just going to bed. And I answered it. And so I have to train them to say, listen, once you log out, you're off. I'm sending these emails. You are not supposed to then be going, oh, what about, okay, I better get this just last one before I go to bed because you're so trained of, well, it's coming to me. You know, even though I logged out, maybe they're kind of, it will show that I have initiative or show that I'm committed or show that I care. And so then you get in this bad situation early on of you start burning yourself out. And and then the person who hired you, they don't even mean to do that, but we train our clients. You have to be really clear and you have to keep telling that new person, look, I'm just getting stuff off my desk. You'll get it overnight. I'll get it done in the morning. I'll be excited. We're good. So that's part of it is creating a culture where expectations are super clear. Cause sometimes people say something, but then they do something else. So I may say, oh, it's great for you to log out. Let me log out. But then Oh, I'm sending all these emails, asking you questions. Oh, one more thing. Oh, do you have this right away? I'm stuck. Oh, oh. And so I said you logged out, but I'm acting different. So that's probably something you've experienced as well. 
Yes, that is something that I've experienced as a VA. So that is actually the next um, common mistakes that I have uh, here, Chris. So not setting proper expectations to your mm. VA. So it is very, very important that you're coordinated with a schedule, just like what you've mentioned um, earlier. Very good point. So setting expectation is very important to us because it avoids misunderstandings, confusion. Yeah, and it, yeah. it also ensures that... Um, us VAs and you are on the same page. So yeah. <laughs> um, if you do not coordinate what you really want um, regarding the schedule of um, the time, then we wouldn't be able to provide you with the quality work you expected. So we need to set boundaries there. <laughs> yeah. So okay, we'll start with this time. We'll log out at this time. I'll reply you at this time. So you yeah. won't expect um, anything from me at that if it's already um, end of my shift, right? Yeah. And to be fair, you know what? there's been a lot of conversation even in when some with just everybody having access to email on their phone. So I've seen a lot of conversation online where even if you worked with somebody all day and then, you know, they check their phone late at night and now they're answering emails off their phone and it's, you know, email fatigue, burnout that yes, I worked with you all day. I'm in the same culture as you. We've worked together 10 years and now I'm starting to it is a bad habit, sloppy, start checking emails. Oh, I better get this before. Oh, then I don't have to do it in the morning. And then everybody is in this big, long, crazy day. So again, these are things that in a way are not specific to outsourcing, but they're sloppy habits that get really amplified and with outsourcing. Exactly. Yeah. That's, a, that's yeah. a very good point. All right. So tell us more about what's another thing that you've experienced. Yep. Another thing that I've experienced is I'm not providing feedback. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Go ahead. Uh, feed, yeah, feedback is very important as well because it is a way for us VAs uh, to know if we're doing our job right or if not. So if not, we will know where to improve on. And the more feedback our clients give, the more for us to know what their expectations are and we can yeah. use what we've learned on future projects um, that you'll assign to us. And yeah. there, there are two kinds of feedback, right? The positive yeah. and the negative. So yeah. negative feedback also helps us improve and positive feedback, it encourages us VAs and it also motivates us. So that's why it is really important because, you know, that that keeps us on track. Yeah. And you know what? I want to pick on you a little bit because I would say I get it that it's positive and negative, but in my mind, there's positive and then there's redirection because yeah. it's not even negative, but I would say, I, and luckily yeah. I am somebody that I believe in the process and all this other stuff. And the way we have it set up in our business is that, look, whenever there's something missed, we lean towards the super toolkit. The first one we look at is, is that step missing? Like, how did that person miss it? Because businesses are not run a memory, right? So we look yeah. and go, oh, that's how she missed it because it was not clear in the process. Let's correct that. So that's where we go first. And, but secondly, I, it, I can't tell you, I would say whenever there's been a question or concern, I'm always thankful that I ask it nicely and clarify and give redirection because nine times out of 10, the misunderstanding, I wasn't clear. And I tell people mm -hmm. that all the time when you're working with anyone, but especially outsourcer, I'm telling you most of the time, if you're open to it, you realize it was your fault. Like, oh, I can see how you thought that I meant this, 
but I totally see what you thought over there, right? That makes sense. Okay. I wasn't clear. So you are so correct. It's, and then also I tell people, which is a really big deal is I'm constantly encouraging my team. And when I train other teams is, you know, act like you get paid to ask questions because even if you, even if you made a mistake, I want to hear how you think. And I would rather you take risks and make two mistakes. I'm not looking for someone to be task oriented. I'm not looking for someone just to do as I tell them. I'm looking for a team that I want to be the dumbest person in the room. And I'm telling you, I am with my team. And that's how my clients feel too. So the feedback and the conversation really, honestly, guys, what it does is it, it, it teaches you how brilliant the people you are working with, because when you give them feedback and then they gently are encouraged to say, oh, well, just so you're sh- clear, Chris, actually, that's not what happened. This happened. You're like, oh, <laughs> you know, we right before we got on this call, Carissa and I were doing a live on Facebook and I had somebody on my team doing something with it. And she pointed out, you know, not even a mistake. She said, Chris, it's easier if we do it this way. I'm like, oh my gosh, you don't even need me. Why? Like I, I thought I hopped on to help you, whatever. She was editing it and stuff, putting some language in there. And she said, we could just use this from the other day. And I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. So I, I was redundant and I'm okay with being redundant. So you're right. Feedback is not just helpful to the outsourcer. I think it really grows the, the wealth and, and the, everything about the company. Yeah, feedback, um, it also saves you both time and there will be no disappointment at the end of any projects that you might have because uh, you've already uh, provided your feedback before and the VA will take that into consideration on their next project. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, awesome. Okay, so give us more of the goods. You've been out there. (laughs) What's it like on the other side? Yeah, next um, is not having a training period. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. As a newly hired VA, I will not know everything yet. (laughs) So it is important for me to know or to have a um, training period on the first few days or few weeks. And being uh, to start out as a part time would greatly help me to for a smooth transition and before I go full time. So this would avoid or lessen any mistakes and ensures that um, I do the task that you give me correctly. Um, This this training period also will serve as my map because (laughs) without my map, uh, I wouldn't be able to know where my destination will be. And oh, that's very well said. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And also, this is where um, any process documents, um, email templates, um, recorded videos, audios on how mm. to do the task would also um, help me and saves us both time. So uh, you can teach your VA and, and show them how you do it over Zoom. Yes. Oh yeah. Over zoom for sure. We call them scrum meetings. You can send them a loom video. You don't have to write out all the steps, just do something, send a loom video and say, Hey, you write out the steps. We'll tweak them together. It's always easier to edit than create. And I think what happens is somewhere along the line, there's this expectation because you could be a VA for 20 years, but that doesn't mean you're a VA in my business. So you need some adjustment period. It kind of reminds me when I was in university and I was a server, like a waitress. And in one restaurant I worked in, you got your own salad. Like when a customer ordered salad, you got your own salad, but the kitchen gave you the soup. They served it and they handed it to you on a tray. Great. And the next restaurant I went to, I was standing there 
And um, I was waiting for the soup. And I was waiting, I was waiting. I was like, where's the soup? What's going on? They haven't delivered me the soup. Well, in that restaurant, you know, you got your own soup and they made the salad. So it was backwards. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like sitting here waiting. And they're like, so it can be something so simple like that, but you just don't know. Like, you know how to do the job, but sometimes they're, you know, it's just a different business, a different person. And they just, the slightest thing out of order could really mess you up. So yes, we're very thorough with our training because that, that really, you are absolutely 100%. Wiser words have never been said. It, it really is your map to your destination. And this just throwing work at you at the first week is just a bad setup. And that's why we work so hard with our clients on that. So man, oh man, you're just full of pearls of wisdom. All right. So give us one last point before we wrap up of something you feel everyone should know, you know, when working with the outsourcer. All right. So this last one is actually in relation to the training period. Um, this is not documenting the process and creating SOPs. So when when I was um, training, uh, when I had my training as a call center agent, uh, we have to read a lot of SOPs in order oh, for us yeah. to do our job correctly. So, so those are, um, let me jump in. So those are standard operating procedures. Now, often those are actually written not by the end user. So they often lack detail because they're written and they're often written to cover liability, but they're very arduous and they're very like heavy, like a textbook, but they're not helpful. So sorry, continue with the SOPs. Okay. Yes. Uh, having a process document, yeah. SOPs or recorded videos on yeah. how to do a task is the yeah. easiest and fastest way um, to teach someone. So yeah. I'm a visual learner. So that would be the easiest way for me to learn. And since right, we live on the other side of the world, um, we heavily rely on your instructions. Mm -hmm. So the SLPs would greatly help us. And it would um, this would easily cause misunderstanding if we don't have something to go back to or we don't mm -hmm. have something to read in front of us. So um, aside from misunderstanding, um, miscommunication also happens because yeah. uh, we are not guided by the SOPs that the company um, should provide to their VAs. Yeah, so, and so a lot of SOPs are poorly written. That's why we have a whole different formula. It's called a super toolkit, and they're very digestible and really easy. They're not task-oriented. So yeah, so either what you're saying is a lot of people don't give you anything, and then the ones that do, the SOPs are like labor-intensive and kind of clunky, right? Yeah, that is right. Fabulous. Okay. All right. You have been a treat. Um, and this is just really helpful. I think it's really also, there's so many myths, so many myths about outsourcing. And I just thought it'd be wonderful for everyone to get to know you and meet you because you just represent some amazing people that I've worked with for years and years with myself, my team and creating what is next teams for all my coaching clients. So guys, I hope you got something out of this. Please let us know in the reviews. I read every single one of them hundred percent and check out our free masterclass. The show will, uh, the link will be in the show notes. It's we're just doing them. Uh, we're trying to really, we're, we're delivering them. I would say about every six weeks, we're doing a free masterclass and it's really all about stop working so hard. And we're showing you really how to change how you think and leverage your time and your business. And because you're really working against yourself. And uh, I just really want to create a movement where everyone's business supports their life instead of consuming it. And that they really comfortably live in that win formula of being in creation mode 60% of the time, instead of just drowning in the web of admin. So guys, we'll see you in the next show. And again, Krista, thank you so very much. You've been just a treat. We appreciate you. 
Yeah, thank you so much for your time, Chris. Um, I truly appreciate this. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift from chris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T from Chris, K-R-I-S dot com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.